So, uh, you know what I want to talk about right off the bat, Bobby? Hey, what? Let's back it up for a second. Okay. Um, you turn turn yourself hey, up. Let's you're, let's you're, try to do this. Uh-huh. Let's try to, like. I'm just gonna try to like be like really straight faced and like polite to you. Okay. For the at least the very beginning of this show. Okay, sure. So here we go. Hey, welcome. Hi. To the tenth tenth episode of Not for Everyone. Of Not for Everyone. Part two of Rocktober. My voice is a little shot. Happy Halloween, Adam. Happy Halloween, Bobby. You know, uh, we're breaking new grounds in our friendship. Yeah, that's the whole point of this. That's what this this show's about. It's about friendship. Enough about us, though. Yeah, enough about us. Let's talk about our costumes that we dressed up as last night for the Halloween weekend. So Halloween is an interesting time of year when you have to grapple with whether or not you're going to party on the Saturday night before or after Halloween mm-hmm. or the Friday night before or after Halloween. True. And this year was no different. I feel like Halloween's always on a Tuesday. Yeah, it but is. But it's not. I partied every night of this weekend for Halloween. I like Halloween a lot. That's a beer. We don't have whiskey today because Bobby fucking... Because hey, what were, what were we trying to I do? I know. I just stopped myself. Settle down. We don't have whiskey today. I think this is going to be way more boring. Because if we're just whatever. Like, so, this Halloween, I went out as a monster. Why are we dr- like, <laughs> Why are we trying to be fucking nice to each other? What the, why are you I changing just, up the fucking format? All right. I, I thought it was worth a shot, but you we can just go back prick. to normal. Let's just go back to normal. Smoker. So listen, last night Bobby dressed up as a as a character. I dressed up as a character. We didn't dress up together, but we were both video game bad guys. Yes, it was great. You went as uh, Wario. Okay, okay. I clipped there. You clipped. Good. Wario. You, you clipped real good there. The Wario is a very loud Wario voice. Was. What would you is is the first Wario game was that Wario on, Wario, Wario Wario I have to say it like a, a I'm a gonna win. Um, mm-hmm. was that on was that the the Virtual Boy one? No, nah, the first Wario was Wario's Woods. Wario, it was War, it was Mario Land two on the Game oh, Boy, yeah, on the yeah, regular yeah. Game Boy. It was the second Mario game on Game Boy. They made Wario as a bad guy. And after that, he just he just knocked out of the park. People liked him. They really resonated well with the crowds. Now, when they go to Wall Luigi, that's it's yeah, getting a little, a little bit much. Stupid. They made him for like a Mario tennis game on the sixty four. I don't like sure. when things are difficult to pronounce. Wall Luigi. That's there's in no way is that a real name. No, it's not. But Wario. Wario could fly. I, I feel like if you had another kid, you should name him Wario. Maybe for a middle name. Maybe that's pretty funny. That's a fucking good name. That's a good name. So, what'd you dress as, Bobby? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, um, I feel like that you've dr- I've seen you dressed as Wario before in the past. You've seen the was Wario. this a recycled uh, costume? It is. Uh, I bought the Wario costume a couple of years ago. The child, my child, he likes me to dress as the Wario, so I dressed as the Wario that time. And then Wario went to a burlesque show because he was the video game theme burlesque show. Wario said, "Hey, Wario, dress as Wario." Wario went. The people love it. Last night, I had my Wario costume, very good. I paint the mustache on my face. I use an accent that's very hard to place finger on, whether it's Mexican or Italian or Borat. 
Nobody knows. Wario don't even know. Well, I, I'll say this. I bet I bet your Wario, if that was your Wario voice. It's a Wario. I, part of me wants to say he would make a mean Cuban sandwich. Really? You think the Wario sound like it? No, 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 no. It's a very bad. So when I go out last night for Wario, I stay as Wario whole night. Entire night I talk to all my friends, every conversation, talking as Wario. I think I gave up at maybe two and a half in the morning. Okay, let's let's kill the voice pretty all right. quickly. All right, I'm done with Wario. No, no, I finished the story. It, maybe it, without the voice, I was I, I was just fading in and out. Yeah, that's good. So, Bobby, what did you dress as, you prick bastard? Um, well, yesterday morning I woke up mm-hmm. and I uh, kind of popped out like I'm going to go get the world by the tail. <laughs> did you <laughs> pull it down and wrap it around and put it in my pocket? That sounds good. Um, like good morning. And I was like, well, I'm going to go get some breakfast tacos, oh, which you... is a staple food of uh, Austin, Texas. It's a staple food of our lives. And uh, that ended up being a lot of errands. Yeah. I was like, well, I might as well go to uh, Walmart and try to get my Halloween costume prepared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is a really shitty story, so I'm going to make it fast. No, thank God. I went as Zangief for Halloween. Zangief. The uh, uh, Russian uh, muscle man from uh, Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. The Street Fighter series. The, the continuing Street Fighter series after Street Fighter 2. So on Thursday, or Wednesday actually, I tried to order like a Hammer and Sickle t-shirt mm-hmm. off Amazon Prime, and mm-hmm. they were like, guaranteed delivery by November 3rd. And I was like, why? Like everything <laughs> else on here is tomorrow. Is like, yeah. But like, I like, I was like, I'm going to test this. I'm going to see if everything's doing this. I like looked up like a, a USMC shirt, like a red and gold, like mm-hmm. same style of shirt and all that shit. Guaranteed delivery by like October 29th. Wow. So all the communist propaganda shirts uh-huh. on uh on Amazon, they they don't have two day shipping. That what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say about that, if you support communism, get used to not having two day shipping. Yeah, yeah, you know, the commies the, it takes a little while to get it out of Soviet Russia. They're not Soviets anymore, are they? Uh, what the no. fuck does Soviet even mean? So it's the Soviet Union. But what's it mean? It's like saying American. Soviet, right? But what's a Soviet? Soviets, uh, I don't. They were, I don't know. Let's just make something up. <laughs> they were the the horsemen from the the Cossacks back in the uh, Russian Empire about four hundred years ago, and then they were like, "Hey, he was Soviet. Soviet was the guy that was the head horseman of the Cossacks, and he would chase people around with the saber. He'd lop off the arms and the legs, and when anybody was doing that, they're saying you're being very Soviet-like, <laughs> but it caught on as Soviet, and then they're like, "Let's start a union." And there you go. <laughs> the Soviet Union. Russia. That was the history. That's the history. You could take that one to the bank, folks. Yes. I just made next, it up right next now. Next episode, you know what we're going to do? <laughs> what's that? We're going to make a bit out of that one. That's Soviet. Like, hey, what's the origin of the uh, of Constantinople? Oh, you know. Uh, we'll Don't do that, it now. We'll save, save it for later. Next time. Yeah, we can't give it all. We're just going to have you Adam's made up history uh-huh. segment. I got those. I got those I think you could, Yeah. I could do That's that brilliant. Um, but yeah, I went to Zangief. I went out to a buddy's uh, birthday party first. I didn't dress up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I um, went to the uh, the hairstylist. Take your hat off, Bobby. I went to the hairstylist, and um, that was a beautiful mohawk. It was like a cost cutters. It was a really, it was a really like family friendly, <laughs> like one with like little kids and stuff. Right, right. 
And uh, I, I, I don't know. I felt obligated to tell the lady that this was for a Halloween costume because I didn't want to like scare everyone in there. Why would everybody be scared about a mohawk? I don't know. I'm, they might think I'm a punk rocker. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the point is, too, I had to tell her who I was going as so I could pull up a picture on my phone mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. You can't just be like, hey, make me look like this cartoon muscle man. Yeah, yeah. you got to have like, like a reasoning behind she that. She literally, like, as I was pulling my phone out to show her, she's like, can I see a picture of what you're talking about? I'm like, yeah. We're on the same wavelength, baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, just shave the side of my head, bitch. Shave it up. Shave it up. Well, Into I've been a telling big, you for thick, beautiful Mr. T Mohawk. I've been telling you for months, like the beard. You've got the Zangief beard down, so I'm glad you finally did it. I think it's a good look for me. I think I'm. Gonna, I might try to like, like hold it out as long as I can. You should don't trust until me. my girlfriend's just like, you look ridiculous. <laughs> I'm tired of you looking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you should make her start saying things. You know what to I'm going to try. You know, you know what my goal is. I'm playing next weekend in San Antonio at the Oak Hill Tavern. Are I'm going to see if I can hold out with the Zangief Mohawk. You're punk rock, dude. You can do what you want. Yeah, you can do what you want. Just do it. Just fucking do it. You play Saturday next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, last night was fun. I hope everyone had a good Halloween uh, party night. Halloween weekend. You know that, that, that's kind of good too, actually, because. If you have the party night like on Saturday, you can dedicate the thirty first to like kids and trick or treating and right, that kind of stuff. Right, right, right. Rather than having drunks running around on the road with kids trick or treating, I don't see many kids trick or treating anymore though. Yeah, you live in one of those weird neighborhoods where people don't want to trick or treat anymore. It's a lot of really old people and then a lot of younger people without kids. So yeah. there's not that many kids around. The fuckers can still go buy some goddamn candy. Yeah, I mean, what ends up happening is, is we probably see six or seven trick or treaters, and then I just eat, eat an entire fucking bowl of candy eat in one the rest night. Of the candy yourself. Yeah. It's not Halloween without um, feeling like you're gonna vomit up a combination of peanut butter and, and chocolate. Isn't that just a regular Tuesday night for you, Bobby? Sometimes, if I'm feeling blue. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, I love Halloween. I love Halloween because it's just like this weekend is the everybody has a perfect excuse to dress like a total weirdo. And typically... Yeah, and you can't say anything about it. Right. I, I don't get as many weird looks being dressed as a weirdo on this weekend, which is cool, I guess. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because it's because of what you just said. What? Because you go out and dress as a weirdo, like, all, all the time. All the fucking time. Like, it's like two weekends a month at least. Sometimes but I three. will say this. You rolled in to my house. It's, it's, it's Sunday afternoon right now. It's, it's a beautiful day, and we're in here podcasting away slaving away for you fans yeah and uh adam rolls up he still has like like wario makeup on i guess you were wearing makeup last night yeah i don't i don't just wear a fake mustache I paint the it's mustache off your it's face. off your skin for the most part but it's all in your beard and then uh, i didn't really take a shower since last night yeah i could tell that. i can tell not because of the smell you just you look like pig pen meets Jug, judd nelson from the breakfast club there's my wario well, that's a good uh that's a good Wario. That's a good Wario. Is Wario's fi- face white like that? No, but here's what I did, right? Because with Wario, one of his defining features is he's got a big red nose, a big pink nose, like he does a lot of cocaine or something. And so I'm like, how do I get the pink nose? And then I realize I'll just paint the rest of my face white and leave the nose flesh-colored. And it looks fucking amazing. We'll put a picture on the infrawebs. Bobby will put one on our page if we have a page. Do we have a page? We put, have a Facebook page. Yeah, we'll put a Wario picture on the Facebook page. Next to Bobby Zangief picture. We should use that little app where you can make collages and make the Wario Zangief collage. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you do that. So, yeah, um, I washed my face with a rag, and my <laughs> facial hair is still, like, caked with um, 
with 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 makeup. So my mustache is like totally black. My eyebrows are totally black. My beard is like white and black mixed. What's wrong with being black? Nothing. I look great. You had a, you had a, a a microaggressive tone right there. Really. Um, so what did you say I look like, Bobby? You looked like a combination of uh, what was it? Um, Pigpen from the Peanuts. Uh-huh. No, I'm talking about right now. Right now, I'm yeah. staring at you right now. Okay, looking at you, staring. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's um, sometimes I just catch myself staring <laughs> in your general direction and pondering about uh, the cosmos. And uh, will you finish your fucking point? So, um, yeah, you look like a combination of Pigpen from the Peanuts and Judd Nelson from the Breakfast Club. That is not what you said at all earlier. Yes, it is. Oh, you said oh, I look I like a bad guy from a cartoon. Or yeah, something. I got, like I got a... plenty of them. You look like one. You look. The first thing I said <laughs> when I saw you, I said you look like a hardened criminal right now. That's true. You look like the the big brother that just got out of jail and came home and is unemployed, <laughs> and he's like trying to reform his life. But he's got that prison mentality. But he's got prison mentality, yeah. but he's like he's got like a little brother that's like thirteen or fourteen, and he's got to like stick up. And for their him, dad died out of trouble when yeah. they were both kids. But he's a hardened criminal. Mm-hmm. This is, um, I was going to say, we should pitch this, and I realize this is like 100 movies already. This is a good look for me, though. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, but uh, I want to shower. Can we, uh, we're, at, we're at 14 minutes. Can we go to the official Adam's Corner now? Are we going to officially do Adam's hey, Corner? I wait a minute. I about something else before L- that. Oh, I'm sorry, but, one, but let's remind people what month it is. Rocktober! Oh, man, you, you sound like... Uh, My voice is fucked. Yeah, you sound... Like shit. When you spend the whole night uh, okay. talking like Wario, screaming, I'm going to win. It happens. Were, were, were you mm-hmm. in character the whole night? The whole night. Oh, my God. I didn't turn it off I bet at you all. were so fucking annoying. Oh, it was priceless. People were either laughing or repulsed. Oh, they're just like, God, get this guy out of here. Especially my friends that I was out with. They're like, you're not going to stop, are I'm you? I'm sure. Like, no, Wario, don't stop. You know, I, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I kind of have a, uh, a strict rule about going out in public with you yeah. while you're in character. Oh, I know. You don't like it. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. know if I ever told you I, that. I, I, you don't need to tell me I've been there. I know you don't like it. Oh, no. Yeah, it's it's pretty terrible. You're a fucking prude, bro. No, no. Now, when you get drunk, Bobby, and you're like, I'm drunk, Bobby, they pour beer all over myself. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's all hilarious. funny. and I know, it's all funny and fine, but heaven forbid Adam has the spotlight being the weirdo. No, it's not about, it's not about spotlight. It's about... Um, uh, I'm just one. It's just annoying as shit. <laughs> That's the main thing. The main thing is it's annoying, sprinkled with a little bit of like discomfort and social anxiety when I have to stand next to you as your companion while you're doing this to total strangers. Oh, I love it. But it's mostly just because it's like, all right, steps up, like give it a rest. No, but you don't. And I almost admire your um, your uh, his dedication, dedication, to character. You know, yeah, you but I'm not. That doesn't mean I uh, appreciate it. <laughs> well, thanks, Bobby. Your your too cool for school attitude is just it, it permeates your being. So that's fine. So I want to talk about some movies before I get into Adam's Corner. Let's talk about a couple movies. Okay. So uh, I want to say this, folks. In the last couple weeks, I've watched a few of the uh, Netflix original movies that they've released. They've released just a handful of, of horror movies. And uh, I started with uh, with uh, with Gerald's Game, which is a Stephen King movie, and that movie was fucking fantastic. I was like, "Holy shit, this movie's really good." Yep. And then uh, and then there's another one, 1922, which is another Stephen King fucking movie on Netflix that was released in the last month, and that movie was probably even better than fucking Bobby. 
You're sitting there taking stupid selfies in front of the fucking <laughs> microphone right now. Look at my mohawk. I'm cool. Anyways, yeah. four for four, Bobby. I watched four Netflix original horror movies in the last week, and they all knocked it out of the park. Um, Gerald's Game, 1922, The Babysitter, and this this little gym, this little this little ghost story gym called I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. Okay, let's let's because uh, I haven't seen all of these. I mean, I told you to watch them for the last like week and a half. I watched Gerald's Games. I liked it a lot. I thought the ending was a little... Yeah, it got a little hokey. I kind of liked it because it was hokey, but at the same time, I kind of feel like the, the movie lost some integrity when they like went there. You know? Right, right, right. I got you. Um, but I liked it overall. And, and then I loved 1922. I loved really it. Um, Thomas Jane. Tom Jane. Um, he's in a lot of Stephen King movies. Dude, I love Tom Jane. He's he was in, in the, uh, Mist. the Mist. The Mist. And... Uh, uh, was he in uh, Dreamcatcher? Was he in Dreamcatcher? Which I think is like I love the first act of that movie. Then it gets like really dumb. I don't even remember it. I saw it in the theater like by myself. That I was movie, just like, yeah, that was all right. I like, remember that movie. A lot as much of people as I hate that movie. Sleepwalkers. Okay. When we watched it, you know, that's <laughs> what enough. I could tell you about fucking Dreamcatcher. That's the lost episode. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we lost that one. Huh? That's why we ended up having to do Silver Bullet. Oh yeah, that happens. Anyways, so um, the babysitter. Holy shit, Bobby. You read a bad review online, so you refuse to watch this fucking movie? Dude, I am tapped into... I'm not refusing to watch it. Mostly I was trolling you. Wait, like, no, I'm what not are wa- you tapped into, Bobby? Dude, I, I don't know how many how I can explain this to you, but like, I know that you like absorb media all day, right? Whether it be something in your Facebook feed, a YouTube video you watch. like You're on your phone just as much as anyone else. Sure. And like the types of things that I tap into and follow are like movie blogs and like uh horror facebook groups shit okay. like that which not to say that like that's all credible or worth you know listening to uh-huh but i've gotten a general vibe that a lot of people didn't like the babysitter well the people don't like the babysitter is fucking stupid look bobby i'll put it like this and this is for all the fans too anything anybody ever tells you about a movie or a review of a game, a book, fucking whatever, it's their goddamn opinion. And sure. so you can't say, that movie sucks because this guy that I didn't writes say a it blog sucked. online I, said look, it was bad. Hey, I didn't say it sucked. What I'm saying is I heard it's not good, so I'll try to get around to it if I can. No, actually, Bobby, you heard it was really good from me, and you need to stop <laughs> listening to these other motherfuckers that you're not even on a podcast with. Okay, we could be talking about that movie right now, but no, Bobby's not going to watch it. He no, I will watch it. Well, I'll watch it. But it's right but, up our alley. Okay, I watched the trailer and I was just like, oh, "This looks kind of dumb." And then, uh, <sighs> and then, uh, based on your other recommendations of the past, Adam, Bobby, you I mean, have one movie that you go to that I told you to watch that you didn't like. One movie in nine years, motherfucker. That's wrong. What's another one? There is. Uh huh. Uh huh. Let's go. Miss March. That's my boy. Miss March. That's my boy, Miss March. Uh huh. Um, I know. I know that you, non-ironically, like Little Nicky. Okay, so wait a second. You're telling me because Adam Sandler movies? Because basically, fucking Adam Sandler movies. You're not going to trust my opinion on a horror movie, dude. That's stupid. You're being stupid. And I never recommended you to watch. I didn't say, you have to watch Little Nicky. It's the best ever. (laughs) No, it's just a movie that I like. Okay, you like all those shitty Stuart Gordon movies. And I still fucking watch movies that you recommend. Okay. All right, point taken. Yeah, yeah. Settle down, Hillary. So anyways, 
The other movie I want to talk about, but you got to watch it, dude. The not the babysitter, the other one I mentioned. Wh- which one? I am the pretty thing that lives. Oh yeah, in the okay. House. It's like an hour and a half long, right? It's like short. Perfect. Ninety minutes can't be. Yeah, there's only like four people in the whole fucking movie, and it's a definite slow burn. Like it builds up to it, but when shit happens, it's just like really creepy. Like I got like goosebumps a couple times watching that movie. There was a time in Gerald's game. So it's actually like visually creepy. It's not just it's the whole cheap jump scares. No, no, no. There's no cheap jump scares. It's like. It's like uh, atmosphere. Yeah, it's all yeah. the atmosphere and the tone and the buildup. Well, you know, you're selling me on it. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. The Babysitter is just fucking craziness, and it's hilarious. Is that a like direct-to-streaming movie? Yeah, all these are direct. All of these are Netflix original. You know what movies. I was thinking? I, I've been thinking about this, and I can't put my finger on like these new Stephen King ones, like 1922 and Gerald's Game. Mm-hmm. They're like a weird, like unique quality as far as like it doesn't feel like a big budget like 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 a theater movie right wide release but it's also better than a made for tv movie because made for tv movies are really just affiliate with either lifetime or like 90s made for tv you know what it feels like like a really well-made television program like a walking dead game of thrones something like that where they have a budget yeah you could say the same thing about that yeah yeah Yeah. it's like it's just a a new like unique tone in in like video or film right it's a new format like both of those the stephen king ones they both had like legit actors and direct that director is going places the director of gerald's game is the guy who made trick or treat not trick or treat trick or treat so yeah, good movies. But Watch they're not them. like uh, they don't. They're better than like straight to VHS movies. They're better than a lot of the fucking movies that come out in the theater, man. I'm sure they're better than oh, the that's fucking definitely Saw true. movies. But I'm, I'm like quality. Fuck Saw movies. I like the first Saw. Eh. It was a it was a new it was a fresh take on horror. <sighs> yeah, in seven because it's it did have Carrie Always in it. I love everyone loves Always. him. Everybody loves Carrie Always. He's men, a men in tights. So uh, yeah, that movie holds up. Also, uh, Stranger Things. Have you watched any Stranger Things I watched, season two? I watched the first two episodes. I watched the first episode. Okay, it's good. Yeah, it's about. Yeah, it's about. Um, I mean, I'm not. I've been burnt a lot by uh, Netflix and like like East or not Netflix, but like good TV seasons where like uh-huh. I'll love the first season, then the second season hits. I'm like, I don't. I what don't were you going to say? Eastbound and Down. Eastbound and Down. The oh, second season, God. I couldn't stand. It's hilarious. It did get better in the third and fourth. He's in Mexico with the midget. And I the couldn't. Cornrows? I couldn't do it because oh, the first so one funny. is like a, one of the funniest movies ever made. Um, and then like that show Love that was on Netflix. I was mm-hmm. really into that. And then I started to watch the second season. I was like, ugh. Mm-hmm. And Kimmy Schmidt. I couldn't get into the second season. Yeah, I couldn't get into the second season. Of Kimmy yeah. Schmidt too. I love. So the first I'm season. hoping that um, Stranger, Stranger Things, Things isn't going to have the same effect. I've heard that it, I mean people that have finished it say it's really fucking good. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's not going to it is going to be good. Yeah. Um I like the first episode. It's getting if I had to complain about something and don't get all like, "Oh, I'm just be, I'm admitting that I'm being nitpicky here." Mm-hmm. Um it's a little too on the nose with the nostalgia shit now. Cuz you have like Sean Astin in it, is in it. Mm-hmm. From the Goonies. Mm-hmm. Paul Reiser's in it. Mm-hmm. And this is like the alien season or whatever. Bro, the first season had Modine. Matthew motherfucking Modine, bro. That's a good point. But he what what was he from that was like Pl- fucking like nostalgic eighty shit? No, but that's not like the movies they're homaging in this. 
there was a little bit of Full Metal Jacket. What I'm there. saying is, like, it's a little. It's like uh, I'm kind of like, okay, we get it. Like you're making references to these things. Oh my god! So wait, your bitch, the bitch you have about the fucking second season of Stranger Things. Let me just finish. Is because they fucking hired actors that we know that were in the movies we liked from that era. That's your complaint. That doesn't even make any sense. Well, you shouldn't have... No, they put Lance Hendrickson in. He's from all those movies. No. Be look. happy that Paul Reiser's getting fucking work after Mad About You, okay? <laughs> Be happy for the fucking guy. Be happy that Samwise Gamgee isn't fucking chasing Frodo's through fucking Middle Earth anymore, okay? Like, just fucking be happy about it, Bobby. I'm glad you went on that tangent because it was, it was pretty funny. It was, your point is stupid. But the tone you just took from me is not appreciated because I just <laughs> said, look, if I had to complain about something... It's very, very minor. Uh-huh. Everything it's like it's like a ninety nine point nine so far for me. Okay. If that point one percent though, or point zero one percent, he was Modine was in Memphis Bell. They reference that movie all the time. No, no one has ever referenced that movie. <laughs> no. I had to watch that in ninth grade history class. Pretty uh, good. No, fucking. Memphis you know, but Bell. what I'm saying is like. Every single time that that happens, and they did it very subtly and very, it was very fresh in the first season. Every time they like, they reference something that they're blatantly <sighs> referencing, it takes me out of the movie for or out of the show for a split second because I'm like, oh, that's the shot from. There's a there's a shot in this new season that's literally like the same shot as the uh, the little kid through the red door from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And it was fine. It was cool. I liked what they did. But I'm saying again, if I have to complain about something. It takes you out. Wait, why do you have to complain about something, Bobby? <laughs> that's a good why? Point. Why? That, you know that okay. should be the title of my biography. <laughs> why do I have to complain about something? That's point taken. Point taken. So okay. So I this, just wanted to throw that out there and see what you thought because I feel like you would probably disagree with this me. This is this which is, clearly you do. Yeah, this is something like okay. I like little homages like that. There's a show called Scream Queens that's on Fox. Fantastic show. It is. And you know what I love the most about that fucking show? And it's cheesy, and it's corny, and it's like by the guy who made Glee, so I shouldn't like it. Mm-hmm. But like, there's so many perfect references, just exact scenes from horror movies. There's the, the music, the fucking killer coming up, and it's so cheesy, but it's like, like I know that scene was from Halloween 4. Like I remember that exactly. Oh, that's a fucking Jason Voorhees move. Like, it's fucking great. Yeah, I but like do you that. think... Do you think like referency entertainment is going to run its course or do you think it's kind Wait of a second that's exactly what we're doing that's all this is is referency entertainment let's talk about stuff that people no, know no, no, about no 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 we're I'm, not making anything I, new or I'm fresh i'm not talking Bobby. about us i'm talking about the the realm of movies and tv is 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 it bad is referencing is does it cheapen art or entertainment like if we have to like resort to like family guy style humor who kind of started that whole thing or like kevin smith with clerks it's like oh remember that scene in star wars it feels like that approach to entertainment's like really fucking profound i think that we should take all remakes it's all sequels it's oh i I, I agree i mean i'm saying if we're gonna like take entertainment back and like be nostalgic let's like be nostalgic for like the Roman times. Let's just bring back gladiators. Let's just have oh, people kill each other for fun for amusement. But we wouldn't be nostalgic about that because are you, you're talking about like the the human condition itself. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just kill for sport. I mean, I don't think that that's all that far off. <laughs> it's, it's, I really don't. It's right around the corner. Like, it's right around the corner. All you gotta do, right? I figured out how to do this. I figured this out years ago. So the way you do it, right, to make uh, to make death sports legal. Mm-hmm 
is you just have like those UFC matches, right? That's real big right now. I'm not really big into it because it's all like dudes wrestling around on the ground and I want to see like people getting kicked in the face and shit and they don't have that. So the way you do it is you have like these pay-per-views and you hype them up and you're like, this is the battle royale. This is the fight to end all fights. These two men are entering the ring and they signed death waivers. Nice. So we get like legitimate legal death waivers. And we do that for a while. You do that for a couple, for a year or two, you know? And they just brutally beat the shit out of each other. And then one day, somebody dies. And that's the turning point because it's going to be a big fucking fiasco because this guy died in the ring or whatever, you know? Uh -huh. And we're going to say, hey, look, he signed the paperwork. We knew this could happen. It happened. Yeah, once but it happens once, people are going to want it more. Then we get just charged for death. Well, are you saying to like hold this battle like in the United States or at yeah, yeah, sea yeah. or like on an Indian reservation? No, no, no. It'd be for publicity, you know? We just say it's like a gimmick. Right, but I'm saying like legally they would be like, you can't do that. Well, are you saying reveal the death waiver after the guy's dead? No, 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 no. The death waiver's before. That's the selling point. We get people want to watch it because they know there's like that's why people watch NASCAR because you know somebody might die. Like that's not why people watch NASCAR. That's why I if watch you NASCAR. watch NASCAR, which it sounds like you are, you, that's why you watch NASCAR. I don't have the time for that shit. I'm yeah. driving left around a circle for fucking five hours. It's like. I watch figure skating um, in hopes that someone will fall on their face. Break a leg. I drive down the street just hoping to see people wreck. Okay, that's that's, <laughs> that's enough. I'm just kidding, Bobby. But no, yeah, my point is just um, with Trump president now, we could get away with the death waiver thing. Oh, yeah, like uh, definitely not out of the, the realm of possibility. We could, we could sell him on that. So you want me to yeah, do well, Adam's Well, that's corner? the thing. Is like, well, one second. Well, oh. well, let me end on this. The whole thing with that. It all boils down to money. Like we, I, I you know, I complain about like referency entertainment and the mm -hmm. direction. Like, it's they're just supplying what the people respond to. That's what they want. That's why they want Transformers Eight. Yeah, you know, it's fucking shit. It's fucking just trivial, horrible, senseless shit. Yeah, but people keep paying for it, so they'll keep making it. Yeah, you know, and. <laughs> I like how we're criticizing people that like terrible movies yeah. <laughs> when we're about to watch 1988's Black Roses, which is a, um, which is a wonderful, terrible movie. Oh, but uh, before we jump into that, we're about to get like, man, people are so dumb. <laughs> like, anyway, this is a this is a movie about rock and roll goblins. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll cheer our spirits up. Um, that'll get us back in the loving mode that our fans want. So. <laughs> You got to You got to I hope. I hope. I pray that you have a better Adams Corner for me than last time. And us than last time. All right. All right. I've been thinking about the Adams Corner. So I'm gonna tell you a little story about the about my time at the Remember the Punk show, the uh, the big festival that my band Trump Card got to play with a lot of other bands. A lot of fun. Everybody that that saw us liked it. People were walking up throughout the day. And were like, Yo, we're great. And then I realized later on, like, I had a certain color armband on that proved that I was in a band. So maybe these oh. people didn't see me at all, and they just knew I was in a band, so were saying that I was cool because they were trying to, like, kiss my ass. Which, I'm fine with that, too. Now, you guys were in the brown shirts? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did anyone, like, get offended? No. I was really worried about getting Nazi punched. Not not Nazi punched once. Not even that was the exact opposite. Yeah. Everybody loved me. And that, that festival attracts a lot of the like just old school guys that Oh dude. Some of them probably hung out with actual Nazis at one time. Right. right. It's not the new PC like peace punk vegan shit at that festival. It's all old school. You know what I love about punk shows? 
and you you saw my post about this. Like, I can't say I hate punk rock anymore. I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't. I, I love punk rock now. I love punk rock. I love ska. I love cumbia. All that shit. This is so weird to me. It's so weird, isn't it? I'm I'm taking your shit, Bobby. I'm appropriating it. So what if what if I told you this? Uh -huh. The last three years, I've been trying to set the example for you this is adam's corner can you talk faster well to set the example for you because i'm like you know what i'm just gonna like tell adam that i've been like checking out some metal which i did uh -huh, uh -huh. and i like maybe that'll get to him to open his <laughs> mind and meet me halfway and start listening to punk and ska and that shit uh -huh. and it was my master plan it did work and i think it's time for you um for me to come come clean with you I fucking hate metal. Fuck you. <laughs> so, so you know what it was too at this punk show. I'm like, okay, all these chicks here are basically dressed like GI Joe bad guys. It was awesome. They that's had a, like, that's a really good analogy. There's actually. a girl with like this red leather beret and a little red leather mini skirt. This other girl with like pink and purple hair shooting every drink. They were also colorful. They look like dreadnoughts. Like mm -hmm. I was waiting for Zartan to come out and start barking orders, you know? And the fashion side of that scene has gotten criticized or like you're a poser. Like that's like the best part is the aesthetic of it. Let them dress yeah. like crazy freaks. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's like it's like it's like hanging out in like a uh like Mad Max movie. Exactly. It's like post apocalyptic wasteland in San Antonio. It was a lot of fun. So we had a lot of fun. Um we got to we got to see a band, uh, a real famous band apparently, Reagan Youth. Yes. It's a pretty big punk band. Do you remember the uh, song that Brendan Fraser plays at the end of Airheads? No. Maybe. Degenerated? Yeah. Degenerated. That was a Reagan Youth song. Was it? Yeah. I have heard That's them their big before. Hit. I've heard yeah. them before. So The Lone Rangers? The Lone Rangers. The bass player for the, for the Reagan Youth was amazingly hot. I professed my love to her at the end of her set. Actually got to talk to her a little bit later on. Now, the singer... Of the Reagan youth. Uh-huh. Older gentleman. Uh-huh. Liberty Spike. Still still dresses that way. Still dresses just Even like the it. guy, the singer from GBH, who I saw recently, has toned it down quite not, a bit. Not, He's not, like well in his 50s now. Not the Reagan youth guy. So he was hanging out with a friend of mine that was there. A female friend of mine. They were, uh, they were close. They were chatty. There was rubbing. There was making out. All well and good, right? I totally promote my friend's hooking up with singers of big bands mm -hmm. because that's good for me. Now, I bought a couple... <laughs> Networking. Exactly. I bought a couple t-shirts. Hey, do me a favor. Go fuck that guy and then go. introduce me to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy and tell him I'm your friend. Um, so <laughs> That should be on a t-shirt. Yeah, that's a good one. No one would know what that means, though. Trump card. So she's hanging out with him and shit and like... I had my t-shirt. She was watching my t-shirts because I bought two t-shirts. I bought a badass shirt because there's a, there's a t-shirt from the show, Bobby, that has the logo of the show and on the back it has all the band's names. Right. So there's a Trump card's on there. Yeah. It says The Addicts. It says Fear. It says Reagan Youth. It says Trump. You know Card. what? I was going to say, I would never buy like a tour t-shirt like that. Unless but my if name's on my it. band was on it, yeah. I would be like, here's my money. Yeah, if my name's on it, I fucking bought it. Yeah. So about that and the Fear t-shirt, that was a badass Fear t-shirt. So I'm walking. Oh, how were they? Do they still uh, pull it pull it together? They were good. They were pretty good. You know, it was badass at the fucking addicts. The addicts put on. Thank a you. Fucking hell of a show, dude. Thank you. Uh, you know what? That means a lot to me, because you've never been closed off to like hearing the addicts or hearing my shit. Mm -hmm. But usually, it's just like turn that shit off. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But you're a clown, monkey from the addicts is kind of a clockwork He's orange clowning. clown. He's clowning. It's definitely got a clown vibe to it. They he was the original clown rocker, and I was like, you got to go watch that live show, and it is 
awesome. It's fucking awesome. If the dude. addicts, I don't care if you like punk, I don't care yeah, if you yeah. if you've heard if of you them. You hate punk? Watch the fucking addicts. Go They're watch badass. the addicts live, and it is like religious for me at least. He, they were all dressed like the whole band was all wearing white, like Clockwork Orange guys. Mm-hmm. He was wearing like a white sparkly suit that mm-hmm. had like mirrors all over. Did it. They have the confetti cannon. Yep, confetti guns. He was shooting everywhere. He had an umbrella. He's holding the umbrella. And he opens the umbrella, and confetti just flies everywhere. Oh yeah, it's fucking amazing. So I go back in the middle of the addicts. I'm like hitting on some blue haired chick. And I go back to check on my friend and, and the, the lead singer of the Reagan Youth. And so I walk up and he's got a fear t-shirt, right? He was working the merch, his merch table and he, he's like spreading out a fear t-shirt. And I'm like, that's the fear t-shirt I bought. And I don't say anything. He's like, yeah, the, uh, the guys from fear uh, gave me this. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I don't think anything of it. And I'm like thinking later on, I'm like, why would you just give that information out? Like, I didn't ask, you know, I didn't ask. So I go back about my business and come back a couple minutes later. And like, I see him grabbing a t-shirt off the table. That's the second T-shirt I bought, uh-huh. the fucking tour T-shirt. And I'm like, okay. So I'm hanging out with my friend. I'm like, hey, where are my T-shirts? And she starts looking through her shit, and they're fucking gone. My fucking T-shirts were fucking gone. That is not cool at all. Now, now I was drunk, okay? So maybe, maybe it's just a coincidence that Reagan Youth Guy happened to end up with the two T-shirts that I lost. Right. Or maybe fucking Wait. punk rock Liberty Spike motherfucker stole my shit. Wait, did you see him taking your shirts? I saw him in the vicinity of my shirts. I saw him with a hand on a shirt that looked exact. That was the exact shirt I bought. I had him give me a weird excuse about having a shirt when I didn't even ask. Right? He he saw the fear t-shirt. Oh, man. Yeah. He sounds burnt. So I put all this shit together. And I'm like, this motherfucker stole my shit. Not only that, Adam was drunk, right? And I don't know if you've hung out with Adam enough when I'm drunk. I start yelling about tacos at a certain point of inebriation uh-huh. where I need tacos. I'm like, get me fucking tacos mm-hmm. or I will shout at the top of my lungs until you get me tacos. So I'm with my friend and basically I was a maniac screaming monster in front of the guy from Reagan Youth. Well, maybe he was, like we were talking about earlier, maybe he just got um, like uh, like annoyed with your drunken shenanigans. It was like, fuck this guy. I'm going to steal his t-shirt. Steal my fucking t-shirt. You're going to make out with my friend and now, steal my t-shirt? Did you get a sketchy t-shirts? vibe from him other than that? I mean, yeah, he was from New York. <laughs> of, course he, of course he got a sketchy vibe from him, you know? Like, okay. Yeah. You know. So he was kind of a shady character. He was a kind of a shady character. Probably, okay, if you had to bet money on it, how much would you bet that that was the guy that took your shirts? If I was a, bet, if I was a betting man, mm-hmm. I'd put all in on him. Okay. Totally all in. But it's cool. You know what? I can say that I possibly got t-shirts stolen by the guy from Reagan Youth. Yeah, but who cares? You're out t-shirts that you paid for. Yeah, I know. I that's know. Not, the story's not worth it. It's not fucking cool. I'm you glad know. you told it, though. It's 40 fucking bucks, bitch. 40 fucking well, bucks. Let me ask you this. Was the Addicts t- t-shirt I asked you to buy me in that pile? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it wasn't. Uh-huh. Yeah. Actually, my friend, she had an Addicts t-shirt she bought that fucking got ganked, too. Maybe there's just people stealing t-shirts at this thing. They were sitting right next. Okay, her and dude were sitting in the same spot for two hours. Just those two with the t-shirts and with all their <clears> stuff. If all somebody signs, walked out and grabbed one, somebody would have fucking noticed. You all know what signs I mean? point to the singer of Reagan Youth. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't want to start beef with the guy, but if it'll help me sell tickets, then yeah, <laughs> fuck that dude. <laughs> okay. I love the bass player, though. She's so hot. Oh, my God, she was well, I want to whisper sweet. I will say um, that was a, a better. That was a better Adams Corner. Yeah. No, my favorite part is I was walking down the streets of, of San Antonio with the, with the singer and my friend, and I'm like, "Hey, just seeing, so you know, I'm not a total maniac, all right?" As I'm dressed like a Nazi clown, screaming about tacos and t-shirts. 
I'm so glad I didn't go with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't be able to handle it, buddy. Okay. So let's talk about the movie we're going to watch. Let's talk about for the, uh, this is part two of. Rocktober! Um, this, honestly, Adam, I'm going to come out and say it right now. <clears throat> we're watching Black Roses from 1988. I do love this movie more than Trick or Treat. Do you? I do. Um, let's just let's just jump right into the synopsis so we can we start it? talking about it. It's pretty short, but I'm going to see what you can do with this. Demons hypnotize the general public by posing as a rock and roll band. Nice. Yeah, let's get short yeah, to the point. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's um, it's a <laughs> it's a ridiculous movie. You know, I you know, I can't wait for this movie. The song. Right? Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. The the soundtrack, like. There's been times when I found myself listening to the soundtrack of Black Roses. I don't know if I can say the soundtrack is better than Fast Way from Trick or Treat. Ooh, that's uh, we're gonna have one. to we're gonna have to come back to that at the end yeah, of this because I don't definitely know. Remember to do that. Yeah, but uh, it's fucking good. It's fucking good. I believe it's Canadian. Um, I'm like ninety percent sure. It seems Canadian. It does. It's one of the, yeah. It may have had a, a, a small release in Canada and maybe even in the states, but I don't ever remember it being in the theater. Um, I barely remember that seeing this at a video store, but I, I ran into this movie about a decade ago and, uh, it's, it's pretty fantastic. More rock and roll. It's, it's rocktober. So we got a rock metal shenanigans. This one, the special effects, they're abysmal. I miss puppetry. There's a lot, there's a lot of big demon rock and roll puppets in this movie. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I think that's right. I think that's a missing genre. We need more like big demon rock and roll puppet movies for sure. Can I read the back of the box? Yeah, let's do that. The sleepy little town of Mill Basin is about to get more than it bargained for. The satanic heavy metal rock band Black Roses is coming through to raise hell. Literally. After making a deal with the devil himself, the band demonically possesses the kids in the audience turning them into bloodthirsty demons. The blood flows as they start killing their parents and causing chaos at their local high school, culminating in a fiery battle between man and ultimate evil. Jeez, who wrote that Tolstoy? That was like... I know, it's like a fucking was, paragraph and a half. Are you out of breath right now? I almost now. fucking fell down from reading that shit. Okay, well, um, let's go watch it and we'll be right back. Rocktober! You're about to find out that everything your mother told you about rock and roll is true. When the sleepy town of Mill Basin is invaded by a sleazy band of hard rockers, the self-righteous townspeople try to stop their concert series. And now we find that disciples of the devil are invading our town and threatening to steal our children away from us. When the band finally overcomes parental objections, a town full of normal Midwestern kids begins to turn bad. Bloodshed, riots, and horrible mass murders assail defenseless Mill Basin. I love you, Dad. I brought you a present. What kind of present, Julie? Myself. 
these kids turn into monsters right before your very eyes. The special effects are fantastic. And now we're back. And we're back. We just got done watching Black Roses. That movie is it's okay. So I remember when we did our last podcast and I was I was mouthing off saying how Trick or Treat was better than this one. Mm-hmm. And you know, at the beginning of it, I was thinking, nah, dude, this is better than Trick or Treat. Yep. And, then, and then a couple parts of the movie, I was like, no, wait, Trick or Treat's better. And then like in the, the third act and shit, mm-hmm. I was like, this is way better than Trick or Treat. And then the end, mm-hmm. like the last finale thing, I was like, now I remember why this movie pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. And, and I can see why you say that. And I'll start by saying John Fasano... Also directed um, another heavy metal horror movie that you're not a fan of, but that I That wasn't love. a heavy metal horror movie. The Jitters? No, 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 no. Oh, well. Rock and Roll Nightmare. He did Rock and Roll Nightmare too. Yeah. Oh, no. I love that movie. Uh, I think it's fun. I think it's ridiculous. Uh, and he's, he's uh, I guess he's one of these guys that likes to utilize, at least in those two movies, Rock and Roll Nightmare and Black Roses. There's a lot of like uh, demon puppetry. A lot of demon puppetry. And like I said to you during the movie, Stan Winston did not do the creature effects no, on this one. he definitely did not. Those puppets look terrible. Look, we were watching Silver Bullet, and I was talking about one of my pet peeves about werewolf mm-hmm. movies is the werewolves look dumb. And in the first scene of this movie, this movie starts off like fucking gangbusters. It's a concert, and the band is the Black Roses, the name of the band. Right. And they're all like demons. They've got like demon faces and they, the bass player's got a different demon face and the guitars and they all look fucking sick. It's one of the best parts in the whole movie. And they're singing this badass fucking 80s rock metal song. Legitimately fun, good metal anthem. Yes. And, and that scene's so fucking cool. And then like at the end of the movie or throughout the movie, the special effects monsters never looked that cool. No. And in the end of the movie, they fucking look totally different than the first scene and just look dumb right i think you're right i think by the end of it well i think we're getting ahead of ourselves okay we're getting ahead of ourselves why don't you take me through like you normally do and just kind of do your weird voice to, okay uh, so here's what the black rose is about this little town and this is going to sound a lot like trick or treat because it's kind of like the same fucking plot that's true there's a town and the parents are pissed off because there's a rock and roll band called Black Roses. It's the first stop on their tour. On their tour. The first play, this is the first time they played ever outside of the studio, except for once, which didn't go over so well because they look like demons. So then they show up in the town, they show up in Lamborghinis, and there's nobody on the streets, and the guy who starts making weird hand gestures for his demonic minions to start handing out flyers. Yeah, and the, then, the demon street team. Yeah, and the main protagonist, no, wait, anti, wait yeah, protagonist of the movie is the teacher. Mm-hmm. And it's like this teacher who's got a creepy crush on one of his students, which is kind of weird. Does he? I mean, yeah. There's like maybe some tension there, but he's not the type of guy that would go for it. No, he would She definitely likes him, though. Oh, yeah, she'd definitely go for it. It's like a David Lee Roth situation. It's like a don't stand so close to me sting situation. There you go. It's one there of those, you, you know. But uh, so he's like, nah, it's just rock and roll, you know. And the band's going to play four shows just for the kids. Four shows. And I, I'm assuming there's about this town is about like 10,000 people. Yeah, it's like a little podunk nowhere. Like there should be no reason that there'd be a big And that rock was the big, the big point was like, why do they choose our small town to do this first? Well, can I just paint the picture real quick? Uh-huh. This town starts off, the movie starts off, 
Um, a lot of like 50s sitcom-y background score, like the music is all, it's all very melodramatic with like how innocent this town is. Like I said, this is like a Pleasantville situation. They right. could have put it in, in black and white. Yes. Um, I liked your idea you said when we were watching it. That whole movie should be in black and white, except when it has the band playing, and that should be in vibrant colors. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. color is corruption. It is. Color is art, and art is corruption of the youth. And that's really a main theme in this movie. That's a main theme in this movie, is the, the people, the parents, the teachers, they're afraid of the metal music corrupting the youth. Which was a real fear in the... Uh, in the 80s. And that's what I couldn't What I couldn't figure out is, is, are they mocking this and saying how silly it is, or are they actually just saying... No, you should watch out for corrupting uh, rock and roll music. I think you're looking too deep into it, Bobby. It's no, I a think there was. Movie. I no, think there was a no, message. There. No, I don't think so. It was a horror movie, and it was something that scared people at the time. So they're going to cash okay. in on it and make a scary movie. Okay, you're a cynic. I got it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. It's not like they're I like start trying to apply like art philosophy to schlock movies. Yeah, dude. Like, come on. Quit trying to fucking. This well, that's the rose. thing. Is like I don't. I, I don't think this this movie rose. gets enough credit as far as that goes because I I feel like there may be something there. However, what's weird about it, what's baffling about it, is it starts off with that very melodramatic, like happy-go-lucky sitcom '50s. Mm-hmm. And not only does does this band Black Roses that rolls into town corrupts the youth of this town, mm-hmm. it corrupts the movie itself mm-hmm. because the first kill. So basically, um, the uh, the band comes to town, seduces all the kids, they seduce all the kids with the rock and they and start roll. killing their parents. Basically, yeah, it's actually pretty badass. But the first, I want to say it's the first kill. It's that big Italian guy that's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, he gets he gets murdered he's, by this. Like, he's a, he was from The Sopranos. Okay, he gets murdered by a like puppet that comes out of a speaker, like a weird. Uh, it's like a bug puppet. Bug puppet, and it's got. And a, he's like rolling around on the floor with it. It's got a vacuum cleaner for its asshole. And you're going, oh, this is a pretty fun, silly '80s uh, monster creature feature about hair metal bands and, right. and insects that come out of a speaker. Right. Then the other kills in this movie are like. A dude like shoots his dad in the face with a revolver after he says his dad says and his dad this is one of the dads in the movie that was actually nice to his son he was just mm-hmm. kind of oblivious and was like fine with it and then uh, he, he walks in and he's like son what's what's wrong you seem off and he says I love you dad and then shoots him twice in the face it's super dark it's fucking badass dude it's super dark it was hard and then a, a woman gets like the the kills aren't even like creative horror movie kills except for like i guess they blew their load on that weird insect puppet which was yeah. just like meh but like when you watch a movie that insect puppet death it like doesn't fit, none of it fit i don't know right well that's that's kind of why i like this movie it's just like this doesn't the tone does not make sense right. like it just flip-flops like you could do it without but, the puppet movies puppet kills it'd mm-hmm. be a different movie you could do it with just the puppet kills and it'd be a different movie right and maybe again i'm giving the movie too much credit i don't know if it's by design or not but the literally the movie corrupts itself as it as it progresses forward yeah yeah because it's like innocent sitcom then it's like silly 80s monster death then it's like Dark themes, dark kills. A woman gets her uh, throat slit. Oh yeah, that was brutal. Or a, a dude does. No, the woman got her throat the slit. woman got her throat slit. The chick gets it. The chick bashes her stepdaddy's head in with the fucking uh, yeah. With the, with and she's the he's like tray. he's like always like trying to molest her and stuff. And then this it's other super girl dark. like molests an old man dad like seduces him and strip gin rum. You know what this is? This is like if if um if if you wanted to. We're telling you all of it. We're spoiling it. No, no, no. This is like if you wanted to combine um, Last House on the Left with The Muppet Show. No? 
No, I'm not gonna. Okay, I'm not gonna respond to that. One. Okay, so uh, so <laughs> I was. Long pause. <laughs> I was like, I think I said All right, that. so continue with the plot. So then the parents are like, "Hey, this they're bad. Listen to their lyrics. We're gonna read some lyrics. They talk about tearing down civilization, all sorts of bad nasty, all stuff. the fun stuff, all the fun stuff, and, and the s- gates of hell opening. Gates of hell opening up. So then they they have the first concert, and the parent teacher association comes along, and they play a song. It's like let's go find paradise, and like it's not so bad. <laughs> you didn't just say the PTA, and the parent teacher, the parent teacher association. They show up, and they're like, it's okay, let's all leave. All the adults are gonna leave, and as soon as the adults left, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. They're dressed like devil whores. Well, what what kind of music was it before the parents left the first? It show? was shitty. Uh, glam metal. No, I think it was more like it was more like a yacht rock thing, but it was almost like a Jefferson Starship situation. Yeah, it was like it was like shitty upbeat glam metal, like love songs. And then after they changed, it was like shitty. It was like, kind of like Nelson. It was like after that, it was like shitty evil glam metal. It was the same shitty, which glam is metal. a which is a step up. Yeah, totally. I mean, if it's about Satan, that's better. Anything about Satan is better in music. So yeah, and then the teacher, the fucking teacher. You know what, Bobby? I'm not even need to. I don't even need to go through this whole fucking thing because I want to interject. The thing about Trick or Treat that we just watched, mm-hmm. I was like, Sammy Kerr was trying to corrupt the youth and eat their souls. Right. But really, when you watch that movie, Sammy Kerr's motivations were very vague. They we were definitely very touched on that. Yep. nebulous. You really had no clue what he was trying to do. In this movie, the bad guy, Damien. Very clear motives. Very clear motives. He's a very developed character. Like He's there to fucking corrupt the youth. His, and name, get them is, to kill their his name is Damien, for Christ's sake. Yeah, you know, I and think, you mentioned, like, what if this was like an alternative reality sequel to The Omen? It wouldn't like, have to be an alternative and like, reality. And then I'm like, well, you're the one that says I think too much about this. Guy. I'm just saying they're both I think Damien. they were just nodding the, the Omen. You think it's a coincidence? Woman fa- or a dude falls out of a, gets pushed out of a window. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that was nice. I, there's a lot to like this about this movie. This movie could not be made today. No. No. Because they don't use puppets anymore. Well, it's not even that. It's like we're in like a pre-Columbine world and like... Uh, Post-Columbine world. Post, yeah, post-Columbine world. And, and then like killing your parents is frowned yeah, upon. that's not okay. That's definitely frowned upon. It's, don't do it, King. Don't do it. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I thought it was good. I liked how it did just progressively get just more fucked up. Like... There's a scene where a girl it just shows a girl just her chest like torso down, and I love this scene. And she's got her hands. She starts rubbing on her corset she's wearing, and then you notice her hands are like demon hands. Uh-huh. And then she pulls down her corset and she just has her tits whipped out. And then for like I don't know a minute and a half, she just rubs on her tits with demon hands. That's it. It just it's yeah. Just, that's the scene. That's the scene. scene. That's the scene. It keeps going. Like, I'm like they're like, hey, um, we gotta amazing. shoot the demon hand, um, Tit feel grabbing. yourself out masturbation scene. It masturbation, a, masturbation scene. Uh-huh. It was one of my favorite scenes I'm, of all time. And then after that, that girl went on to bash her stepdaddy's head in, and he seemed kind of like a creeper, so he kind of oh, had yeah. it coming. But like the death before, where the guy shoots his dad in the head, it was like a totally different feel. But that's just it. Like it, it doesn't like these. This Black Roses band does not. It does not matter whether your parents are good people or bad people, or, or the authority figures are good people. Or it does not discriminate. It's here to corrupt the youth, no matter what. That's what I'm saying. This is like either accidentally or or or, in, or intentionally like a lot deeper than that's, you might think. That's rock and roll, baby. That's yeah. rock and roll. And I like how like um, the mayor is actually like going to bat for letting the band in. I'm sure there's like a, an agenda there. Like we're gonna bring a lot of like you know money to this town or something if we have this. But, but there was so much shit that just there's so many scenes that were so pointless. I guess you know because we're the scene with like the teacher and his ex girlfriend or whatever. Like what was that fight about? There's a lot of subplots that either could have been like. 
like, but I realized, like trimmed down or just completely 86? Well, I realize now why that scene was there. Because it had to introduce that character so that she could later get her neck slashed in a car. Yeah, I thought it was all just good-intentioned development, but it was like kind of some of the scenes were unnecessary. Yeah. I wish that this movie and Trick or Treat could be combined into if one If you took movie. the best things about Black Roses yeah. and the best things about Trick or Treat. It would be the perfect rock and roll fucking horror movie. I mean, yeah, I would I would probably agree with that. And like, it's... And I know I say this a lot about a lot of movies we're talking about, but like, like if you want to do a double feature, this might be like... This might be it. Trick or Treat. And Black Followed Roses. by Black Roses. Watch them right in a row. Watch them right in a row. Right in a row. You'll know exactly what we're talking about. You know... The biggest thing that upset me about this movie, Bobby, is the last fight, I guess. Right. And that's when it really oh, gets God. super John Fasano because he especially It's so John Fasano. That just that he just got just totally John Fasano. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> um No, but it's it's a very similar ending to Rock and Roll Night. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's not as stupid. Rock and Roll Night is so stupid. stupid. But it's like, let's use our puppet effects again, or like our rubber suit effects, or like just they don't they don't even try to like use lighting or like uh, texture with the costumes to make them look more real. Let me try to describe what the monster looked like in the end. So. The last scene, the teacher goes into the last show of Black Roses for their grand demon arising. And that by this point, he's figured out what's really going on. What was great, though, is like Damien's standing there, and he's like, worship me, my flowers. And you can see he's just feeding off of these teenagers. Yeah. See, that's clear motivation that Sammy Kerr was lacking. Yeah, Sammy Kerr didn't do anything like that. But then, fucking, for whatever reason, Damien starts transforming into a monster, and he looks kind of cool. And you think he's going to transfer into the monster, monster from, from the, the beginning. beginning that looks awesome. That looks fucking awesome. But he doesn't. All of a sudden, all the band turns into like bad skull face, like out, like it's a obvious Halloween mask. They look like the uh, they look like the skull band from Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah. It turned into those guys out of the blue. Yeah, I want to put a spell on you, band. And then the the singer Damien turns into like what looks like a Godzilla costume from like a 1970s Japanese Godzilla movie, just like in regular human It kind of looks like baby Godzilla. Yeah, it looks like baby Godzilla. And like the mouth's moving really badly, like some reptile thing. And it's like, what? why do you look like that now? Why did you put this stupid fucking thing in the finale of the movie? Why was not the beginning of the movie the finale? Because that would have made this movie infinitely better. Yeah, they, infinitely. Just, they just swapped that out. Yes. It's almost as if like this guy had a like a warehouse full of like weird horror puppets that were like, I have to use all these and, well, like it, at some point. You know, I did get this. I did pay a lot of money for this baby Godzilla costume. We why might as well you, use it in the finale. Why are you doing the David Childress voice? <laughs> I don't know. You have to ask yourself, I have a baby Godzilla because that's also costume. How, that's how I imagine John Fasano talks. Fucking John Fasano. The Space Brothers Fuck dropped me off for... a demon puppet. You have to ask yourself, was this some kind of sign from Gobekli Tepe to have me create some kind of rock and roll heavy metal horror movie? What was first, this or Rock and Roll Nightmare? Uh, rock and Roll Nightmare was definitely first because this movie had much more of a budget, it seems. So wait, 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 that doesn't make sense. This was the year after Rock and Roll Nightmare. So they would give him more money after Rock and Roll Dude. Nightmare. Well, Rock and Roll Nightmare was such a smash. If success, you want to talk shit about money. Rock and Roll Nightmare, we're going to have to just do an episode of Rock and Roll Nightmare. No. Next October no, 4. No, no. Rocktober! By um, saying that, Maybe. you just implicitly <laughs> agreed. 
I'll watch it next year. You're okay. not getting me to watch you gotta, it. You got a whole year. We may not even. We may be dead and gone by then. <laughs> we, might by, we might be gone by then. We might. The FCC might stop us. Um, yeah, dude. The fucking ending monster was stupid. Yeah, I'll give you that. But Sammy Kerr was just. There was something cool about Sammy Kerr. Yeah, I know. You like. You have this thing for Sammy Kerr. I don't know. It was just. He burned himself to death. In a hotel but there were. We were um, we were looking at the cast when the credits were rolling at the beginning. We we're like, we don't know any of these people, and like Adam's probably better about obscure like B movie that guy like genre film actors than I am, and he's just like, I don't fucking know any of these people. I knew two of them, but there was the guy from uh, like all those mafia movies. You would definitely, rec- I don't know who he is or what his name is, but there's a few familiar faces. Yeah, this the, there's a guy, and then the guy who played the drummer is apparently like a famous drummer. <laughs> He is, dude. I swear to God, I've seen that dude in 80s videos like a motherfucker all over the place. His name was... What the fuck was his name? It's just so poorly researched. No, dude. The guy who played the drummer is like a famous drummer. Carmine Apici. Uh-huh. He yeah, looked dude. like uh, he looked like uh, Tom Savini. He was in a lot... He, did, he looked exactly like I was like, Tom is that Tom Savini? He looked exactly like Tom Savini. No, dude. This guy has like, got like a legit fucking background in 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 rock and roll music carmine apici he's an american drummer he played for bands such as uh beck ted nugent vanilla fudge he was a drummer for ozzy osbourne for a while That's quite the resume i'm telling you man i recognize the guy so that guy i recognized mm-hmm. and he turned into the fucking stupid skeleton face mask yeah, guy yeah. <laughs> I I would have never like drawn that conclusion unless you pointed it out, but you're absolutely right. It was like um, it was like a, just kind of an okay hand job, and then at the end they just lose it and you don't get off at all. That's how I felt in that movie. I mean, it was okay. Okay. For a while, it was like, it's really good. Or like a blowjob that gets toothy at the end. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> maybe, I'm done with these metaphors. Maybe you should edit this part out. I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> that fucking monster. It was just. It was just dumb. I it would, was dumb. I would give this like a... Well, you, you, there's like this weird like pendulum between like... It swings between like creature feature mm-hmm. that's like f- decent effects and then like cheesy creature feature and then somewhere in the middle is just dark like dark... Murders. Murder and... Children killing their parents. Right. Because they're corrupted by Satan. Right. And there's so some like, genuinely creepy lines in it too. Yeah. Right. I can't figure out if like... Is it trying to be fun, or is it trying to be dark, or is it trying to really? And in the, the most credit I can give you, give it to it is what like I said earlier. Like the movie, the movie corrupts itself the way the the black roses corrupt the youth of this town. Yeah. Okay. You've made that fucking analogy like yeah. seven times. I make a hand job and, joke, and you fucking chastise me. And the and, chafe, me chafe, chafe. You got your chafing. <laughs> I have some gold bond medicated powder. Uh, so if you really one. want to look even into... the name Black Rose is a rose is something beautiful, red and perfect, but you're corruption. trying to read significance into a movie made by the guy who made the fucking jitters, which is a movie about <laughs> Chinese vampires, hopping vampires. It's a real uh, Chinese folklore. That movie was fucking awful. No, no, dude, it it's was not bad. great, but. And the guy who played fucking Damien in this movie was the main character Jack Burton ripoff. The, the, yeah, we've talked about him before. The That's, Jitters okay. is, a, is a big trouble in Little China knockoff. It's terribly made. It's wonderful. It has no budget. It has whatsoever. some redeeming value. No. No budget has never been a deal breaker. No, you're right. It, it never is. But no, this is far superior than The Jitters. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I like... 
the fact that you're trying to like find meaning in a John Pisano film. What else am I going to try to do? Like advance in my career? Yeah. So now, do you think that there was, was a commentary on censorship or no? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't care if there was. If there was, it totally went over my head. So it it definitely has its flaws. I I recommend it, especially with Trick or Treat. Okay, so we've we've. Do you, is there anything else you want to talk about before we figure out which one of these movies we like better? Um. No, I feel like we're forgetting some stuff, like the Mentors album. Yeah, so there's a scene where like the where the Sopranos dad guy is getting eaten by the fucking speaker bug, and um, <laughs> that sentence has never been said before, <laughs> never in the history of mankind. Nice work, thanks. And so that's happening, and like the CD, the, the record player turns on by itself. So he goes and he looks at the album. And it's um it's Death Records is the first thing I know. So I'm like, that's cool. But it's a Black Roses song playing. The it's whole a Black time. Roses song, but the album, the record is is a band, The Mentors. Like it says, the label is a band, the song, The Mentors, which is a very controversial. It's a very controversial rape rock band. Yes, like literally, not good music, not good themes in their music. You want to hear a funny story about El Duce? As as much as you and I like degenerate music, like mm-hmm. this is where I draw the line. Really? I'm like, no, this is not. I've funny. never really listened to them. They're not good. They're just like one of those shock things to like have, like oh, the mentor album. Like, this is, is it punk rock? It's like bad. Is yeah. it metal? It's kind of bad. Uh, is it offensive? I'll play some for you later. I might like it. I mean, I actually might like it. I've never. It's heard not. It. It's pretty gross. I like punk now. It's so. pretty gross though. It's not. Do you it's remember, not okay. You remember when I was in this band called the Ass Clown Opera? Yeah, I do. We'll talk about that another time. So, <laughs> okay. so, so, anyways, this record that's playing is not the band. That that was supposed that was supposed to be coming out of it, and they showed it like multiple times. I'm like, that's weird. Why would why would Black Roses be playing for a Mentors album? Yeah, it's almost like they didn't want to like they ran out of budget and they didn't want to print off a fake Black a Roses fuck, at Kinkos. Make a, yeah, they can make a fake Black Roses label. They're for like, a I'll record. just use this. The Mentors. That's the and, name of this movie. And then the record had an effect. It was like a special effect record where it like swole up and was like all, all bubbly and stuff. So they took that record and they like did all this work to it or whatever. Mm-hmm. They couldn't find the label. That you could make a label for the black. It doesn't make Rose. a lot of sense. I am for real. Maybe this goes into the whole conspiracy I have about um about Kurt Cobain's death and the subsequent deaths of other grunge rock stars. Go on. So El Duce, right? I'm gonna tell you a funny story about El Duce. He was the singer of the Mentors, and so he was like, uh, he was a th- he, people You're really th- criticizing a lot of lead singers this episode. Yeah, so people theorized that he was actually uh, the guy who killed Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. And so there's the there's a documentary, I can't remember what the fuck it's called, but it's all about like, the whole Courtney Love, Kurt Cobain thing, and they interview him. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird interview, because he's all fucked up and like standing outside his house, and he just seems like this toothless redneck like like meth head dude. And if you listen closely like at the end of the two and a half minute interview, you can hear people screaming, help me, in the background. And then he starts looking around, like starts cracking a joke, and then the interview's over and he walks off. Whoa! Yeah, and then like three days later, chills. three days later, that dude died from getting hit by a train. El Duce? Yeah, yeah. It's not. He's not. A, it's not good people. It's not good music. It's a. It's a weird scenario. Like I wonder what the fuck was happening that day in El Duce's ranch. Yeah, I want to listen to Mentors on the way home. No, don't, I mean, don't. If you're, I don't know. It's not good. I mean, I'm a, even if it didn't have really disgusting themes it's not good all right well, like i don't get the Gigi allen thing i'm like all right he's like a shock rocker i'm like this music is pretty fucking terrible for the most part though yeah okay um so what would you say like do you like black roses better or worse than trick-or-treat because this is part two 
the final the final part of this year's 2017 Rocktober. Maybe we'll have it kind of a battle situation. So what do you like better, Trick uh, or Treat Part One or Black Roses Part Two? This episode. Personally, I'm going to. I'm gonna have to go with my original vote. Mm-hmm. I'm going with trick or treat. Okay. And it's because I like, and I, I remember I like Black Roses, but I remember it pissed me off. Yeah. And we watched it today. I remember why it pissed me off. Yeah. Multiple reasons. Now the deaths in this one, like the the bad guy and his plot, like is mm-hmm. a lot more thought the out. Motive. Yeah, Damien's motive is a lot more thought and out. Damien's character is a lot more complex. Yeah, than, than Sammy Kerr is. Sammy yeah, Kerr, for sure. But um, but. I mean the the Skippy from Family Ties character in this is the is the mustached English like the the dead poet society. They're basically teacher. the same fucking movie. No, they, they're kind of the same movie. They're kind of, they're both about corruption of the youth, rock and roll, hero worship, all that stuff. So we should Idols. just. I mean, like a lot of these slasher movies are just the same movie, you know, with different characters. That's true, but I mean, this is a pretty niche genre. We should make more. They should make more. They did. Um, what they was that are. one? Uh, Deathgasm was kind of a throwback. Deathgasm to this kind of was, death was badass. Yeah. Deathgasm was really good. But I'll, I'll say this. Um, I think yeah, that both. Trick or Treat is a better movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that uh, Black Roses is so weird and tone deaf and weird. Speaking of tone deaf. I have to say it's worth watching just as often. Yeah, 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 for sure. I have to say the music in Black Roses is better than the music. Yeah, yeah. Because Flogging Molly fucking sucks. Okay, Flogging Molly wasn't even in uh, Trick or Treat. The singer from Flogging Molly is a singer from Fastway. Did they even sing any of the songs in fucking that movie? I don't know. The songs from fucking Black Roses. Oh, the songs from Black Roses are awesome. awesome. Like, all of them. Awesome. Oh, yeah. And then there's, like, there's all this weird music in this movie. There's, like, an A-team theme you kept playing Yeah, the soundtrack, like... The score itself is weird, and then there's these awesome pop metal songs in it. Yeah, the the pop metal songs are great, and then the score is just, like... Like, did they just, like, take this from, like, public domain? I was like, this sounds like Superman 4, like, canon film shit. Like, you know, like, that epic orchestra and then the beginning is all that like leave it to beaver style mm-hmm. sitcom shit mm-hmm. it's very it's very schizophrenic and just disjointed as the dad's getting eaten by a fucking speaker bug so should we give him a sneak peek of what we're doing next month bobby i don't want to name any movies no 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 just the now, theme. the theme next month it's november what rhymes with november can i say it can i say it do you have a, a, vo- a new voice to do it? I was hoping you did. Oh, so did. next month is Bro-vember. bro fucking vember It's Bro-vember, so we're going to watch a lot of buddy movies because me and Adam are buddies. We're going to watch action movies. Some. We're going to watch some action movies. We're going to watch some like crime movies, like some other good shit, some real shit, people, real yeah. shit. Shit gonna... that you, you might have seen, you might not have seen. I don't know. But roll with us, even though if you're a horror fan, you listen to this because you're a big horror fan. Hey, Still roll with us. Yeah, through, uh, you're not. You know, Brovember. You're not listening to this to hear us like talk about the movie per se. You're not like <laughs> I'm going to go watch that movie now because they just told me everything cool that happened. Right. And anytime I try to say something fairly like intelligent about it, you're I'm gonna like, cut you you're, off. You're <laughs> pompous. You yeah. You sound yeah. like an asshole. Hey, listen, Bobby. You told me you don't want to sound like those other assholes on podcasts. <laughs> and everybody with a podcast is some kind of fucking smarty pants asshole. So we're doing it different, Bobby. <laughs> I love all these these podcasts I listen to regularly, <laughs> especially the ones on horror and uh, the macabre and paranormal. We love all the podcasts. I love all those guys. And anyone who retweets us on SoundCloud or we whatever it's called, too. repost. 
Love those guys too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Adam doesn't listen to podcasts I except don't. for our own. I need you to stop. I'm, you're you're fucking up the uh, data. I will listen to our you, podcast when once. I when I look at the analytics of our our episodes. Like Adam Art listened does seven it, times. Does it like, say damn it. on there? Yes. I in no way listen to. Have I listened? to I, I'll show you in a second. I want to see it. I've never seen okay. these statistics. Um, but you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Pinball Bobby. Does it have everybody's names on there that listens to us? Anyone that has a SoundCloud account. Can we find them? Can we send them swag? Oh, um, that reminds me. Shout out to Cipher Six Six Six. Booyah! I believe he's from Merry Old England. Oh yeah! Um, Top of the morning to you. That's more. Isn't that more Irish? Pip pip, <laughs> honey nut Cheerio. <laughs> Jim Chimney. Jim <laughs> Chim Cheru. I don't know if he's Cockney or not. Let's stop. Are you stop. a chimney sweep? Let's not mock his culture after we no, throw No, no, I, I love the Brits. I really do. I think he's going to have a good sense of humor about this if he's made it this far in the uh, episode. But I'm a big fan was, of imperialism. What, what I was going to say, the sun never sets. <laughs> the sun never sets unless you're in America. Yeah. Remember, remember that movie, Thank Gunga you for, Den? What? Gunga Den. You ever seen Gunga Den? No. It's a great movie about British imperialism. Mm. I've seen Zulu. Is that the British or the Dutch? I don't know. Shaka? Shakma with the the killer monkey. Shaka Zulu. But what I was going to say is he wants us to do a... um, a, the descent. We're gonna start getting to audience recommendations Neil very soon. Fucking Marshall. We're doing a whole Neil Marshall episode Doomsday. for you, sir. Doomsday and the descent is coming up in the next few months. Dude, he's made some of the best um, Game of Thrones episodes just ever. Just roll with us as we get through these holiday I seasons. I just read that he was coming out with something new that I wanted to see. I'm a big fan. Um, Adam, do you have anything to plug? Neil Marshall's the fucking shit. Plugging Neil Marshall, so I'm, selfless. I'm plugging some Neil Marshall here. Oh yeah. Uh, like my podcast that you're listening to right now. We're on Facebook. Uh, dog Soldiers. He did Dog Soldiers. Okay, yeah. We're, um, we're going to do a whole episode on, on uh, uh, Marshall. Are we? Okay, cool. Um, that's um, what I just said. That's, is that just what you said? Um, if you if you like rock and roll, listen to Trump Card and listen to Bobby's Strange Gun. Listen to our respective bands. Next weekend in San Antonio, I'm playing at the Oak Hill Tavern with my band Strange Gun. You can find us on Reverb, I think Reverb Nation. Uh-huh. And uh, it's fun. If you if you're in San Marcos next next Friday at a coffee shop called Wake the Dead, you can you can go see Trump Card play. We're playing at nine on a Friday night. And then let me plug this some called Beer Goggle TV, which I made some internet funny with them before. Go look at them; they're good people. Okay. Um, what else? I used to have a band called Taco, the Ass Clown Opera. It's really hard to find because it's just not out there. I have all the master copies, and I'm gonna burn it like Nathan Explosion. But uh, I might put that out there somewhere for somebody to see. Um, and if you if you have a chance, people, and you have the Netflix, I recommend watching the the movies I mentioned earlier: 1922, Gerald's Game, The Fucking Babysitter, or just The Babysitter uh-huh. as it's found on Netflix. And I am the pretty thing that lives in the house. Watch that shit. Kudos to you, Netflix. Yes. Keep up the good work, Netflix. I need to take a shower. Um, we'll be back very uh, in, a, in a few weeks or so. Um, uh, yeah, I think that wraps it up. I'm going to fade out with a little... Uh, Rocktober! A little, a little Black Roses coming at you straight from Austin, Texas. You're listening to the 10th episode of... It's not for everyone. Wrong. You're listening to the 10th episode of... Not for everyone.
Push me too far, yes. 